Expanding your mind with Grant Hicks. A boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Hello and welcome to this week's show. Are you pissing people off? <laughs> I have to laugh as I'm an expert at it. That's why. <laughs> Are you pissing people off? Why? Many, many reasons. We could do a 15-hour podcast on this. This is it's so many reasons uh, why you piss people off. Um, I don't know, is it? When you say it, first of all, are you pissing people off? You know, I've written a couple of notes down about it. Oh, okay, go through that. But as soon as I start talking, you then get the thoughts in the mind. And going, so it takes you straight off your notes. Most of the time I do it off the cuff anyway. Um, and so what I was thinking just now is, are you pissing people off? And why? And... If you are pissing people off, is it uh, intentional or accidental or educational? And if it's intentional, is it intentional in a good way or a bad way? It just expands and expands, doesn't it? I suppose each each subject can expand um, quite far. So, uh, yeah, are you pissing people off? If not, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know you're always going to piss people off i mean how easy is it to piss people off nowadays how easy it's really easy i mean so easy if you drive you're going to piss people off on the roads if you walk you're going to piss people off on the roads if you if you're a cyclist you're going to piss a lot of people off okay <laughs> you know people are getting pissed off all the time oh, i'm pissed off in america is it you say i'm pissed was it we say pissed off. Yeah, so, um, and again, external events can piss us off. We, you know, if people watch the news, I mean, even if you don't watch the news, you have social media that is really not social media at all, is it? It's just, um, you have to look up the word media or the goddess media. You have to look it up. This is why English words are spells they are spells they, they're to keep you spell bound look at the word spell bound you're under a spell and you're bound to that spell that's the english language spell bound look i've just gone completely off again on a tangent but media media the goddess of media goddess media m-e-d-e-a research that i think it's the goddess of destruction or distraction or something like that it just it, it's goddess of illusion just to yeah create a bit of chaos and that and that's why they have the media it's not you know they yeah they may say oh no it's actually from the word medium oh really okay all right yeah we believe you not so therefore the media's job is to piss you off to rile you to get a reaction yeah and then I'm not even looking at the bloody notes. I've written a, a teeny page of notes, about a couple of paragraphs. I'm not even looking. 
Um, yeah, so the, the 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 media, the news will put something out there, and it's like, right, I choose not to watch the news on the TV or listen to it on the radio because that's just, it's all shit. It's all shit, doom, gloom, fear mongering. If they say, oh, Mrs. Jones' cat was stuck up the tree, and they was doing a live on it, and and people would be in trance, like, oh, wow. And I remember, um, I think it was in the Superman, the the original Superman film. Just showing how he's a good guy flying around, and there's a there's a cat stuck in a tree. So funny how I said that. And a little girl's going, "Oh, come down, cat!" Oh, whatever the cat's name was. And Superman just gently flies down, gets the cat, and passes it down. That's a lovely little thing to do, isn't it? You know, imagine hearing that. Ah, oh, Superman came down. He got the cat out of the tree and gave it to a little girl. Ah, oh, isn't that lovely? Really lovely. Makes your heart feel warm. Do we need more stories like that? If the news was full of that, not always full of it, but it's like, yeah, this happened and that was lovely and and this was good. And uh, yeah, these people overcame these challenges and they'd done that. Guess what it would do? It would make you more positive. It'd make you go, wow, that is freaking awesome. That's awesome. Oh, do you know what? I'm going off a complete tangent here because I'm getting things in my head and it's like I have to tell stories, right? Being a storyteller. And... When do you ever hear any any new stories? This this is all linked in with pissing off, by the way, so don't worry. Of of achievements. When do you hear stories? The media saying this achievement, this person achieved that. Yeah, you may do around like the Olympics, or you may do uh, football matches, or you know uh, what they call it, World Cup and stuff like this. You may do on the odd odd thing. Do you mind if I have a quick sip of my tea? Thank you. And um, but when, when do you ever hear of like uh, people and their achievements? You don't. It's all like this country's gone to war with this one. This is a, a pandemic here. This is this happening here. This is bang, 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 leading to you feeling overwhelmed and anxious and depressed. That's what it does. But you imagine years ago. So you know, we have to look back. Really, I mean, how long? The news has been out a long, long time. But I suppose in more recent decades, it's become supercharged. Like there's a super-duper agenda attached to it. Bang! We need to control this. If we control the media, we control the way people think and the way they see the world. And the name just keeps coming into my head, Roger Bannister. Obviously, you know, if you haven't heard of Roger Bannister, this is just one story of millions, right? And this is where you get stuck in a loop in your head. Oh, that can't be done. That can't be done. That can't be achieved. That And most people are like that. Look around. Most people don't want to achieve anything. They're stuck in their in, in their, their, their loop of um, quagmire. You know, they're in a quagmire of, of mediocrity. Oh, no, can't do it. I couldn't do that. I, I can't do that. But years ago, People were achieving all sorts. You know, you've got the Wright brothers. I've just got off Roger Bannister. I'm coming back. You have the Wright brothers. You know, if the Wright brothers didn't, you know, get that plane off the ground made out of wood and whatever, would we have uh, jets? Would we have, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, space shuttles going wherever they're going? Don't know whether they're going to space or not. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean? Uh, more advancements, improvements. If people don't achieve things. Uh, so Roger Bannister, you know, back then, 
no one, absolutely no one, had ran uh, a sub four minute mile. Now, I'm not into running or anything like that, but it's just a story I love. I love it. So Roger Bannister was the first off. Yeah, he was English, wasn't he? English. And I think he'd done it in Canada. Is it Calgary he'd done it in? Yeah. And he ran it in just under four seconds. Just under. And it was like, wow, look at this. This guy's done it. My God, the fast, fastest man on the planet. Blah, blah, blah. For four minute mile. Everyone's clapping and going crazy. World news. That's world news. Someone has run a sub four minute mile. Wow. My God. You think of the elation in people's brains. Whether you're into athletics or not, a man, someone has achieved something that was thought impossible. Yeah. So that's what that's worldwide news. Look at this. Never been done before. Well, that we know of in, in modern history. Oh my God, look at this man, put him on a pedestal. He's done this, he's done that. It's like, that's great. But oh man, that's phenomenal. Wow, well done. Well done. Guess what happened then? Guess what happened? Loads more people then did it. Loads more people then did it. Because that mental barrier was now broken. It now can be achieved. So all these other athletes around the world that go, no, no one, no one can do a sub four minute mile. Now they have. And they've beaten Roger Bannister's time. So it's like, it's a kind of a breakthrough, isn't it? A breakthrough, a mental breakthrough. It's like, oh God, that can be achieved. Can you imagine if you're an athlete and you're trying and trying, thinking, this that's no way. No one has ever beat a four-minute mile. No one's ever going to do it. And you're training and you're training. And no one can do it. No one can do it. Okay, my time is four minutes, five seconds, for example's sake. Never, never going to beat that four-minute mile. That's my best. That is my utmost best. I can never beat the four-minute mile. No one can. That's my level. I have now set my level four minutes, five seconds. And then someone... That's a sub four minute mile. How's your brain going to cope with that? Are you going to be pissed off, angry? It's like, hold on a minute. You may be angry at yourself by limiting yourself, you know, limiting beliefs, limiting behaviors. Well, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I'm just going to do this, thinking they're putting their best in. Is this starting to ring any bells? And, uh, some athletes may have been pissed off by someone doing it. It's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, because now what it's done, it's now shown it can be done. And people may, the athletes may have thought, oh, my God, what have I done? That could have been me. That could have been me if I'd have pushed myself that little bit harder, if I'd have believed in it. My God, it can be achieved. Why didn't I do it? They're pissed off at themselves. Others thought, I'm going at it. If he can do it, and I was only, I don't know, two seconds, 0.5 second behind him in previous races, I can do that. Which is brilliant. But when do you hear stories of this anymore? You don't. It's all stories to piss people off. 
But those stories, you may take them on board and um, repeat them. That's what they want. They want to put the stories out there. You repeat the stories and, and uh, yeah, infect people with your thought processes. What's going on right now? Israel-Palestine. It's like, oh, my God, here we go again in the same old loop, the same loop, pissing people off. But people are getting killed. And people are following the mainstream narrative. I've seen locally the local councils and they have put the they have taken down the Ukraine decorations and they had to put the Israel decorations up with a blue and white lights. It's like, oh my God. People are holding vigils. People are doing this. It's like, what are you doing? You're just believing the freaking news. I would have said it years ago. I said, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing now? Because it would really piss them off, really piss them off because their brains have been so entrained by the news. It's been formed. Their minds have been formulated. They've been like, uh, squish here, squish there, do that, do that, don't believe that, but believe this. And they believe it. They believe this mainstream narrative. I'm not going to make it all about that, but if you do deep research, you, you know, you, you'll know. You'll know anyway what's going on. Um. Yeah, if, thing, if things aren't going to plan in a certain part of the world, they then need another distraction in another part of the world to drag people in, you know. And and people you thought had some common sense, it's gone out the window because what it's done is registered on their brain. They may not be interested in that part of the world or that part of the world or that part of the world. But if they have a link, maybe they have relatives there, maybe they're part of that culture or that race, boom, automatically. Oh, that's it. I'm standing with these. I'm doing. Oh, what, what about all these then being killed? Oh, they're they're bad. It's like, have you not learned anything? Have you not learned that your emotions are being controlled? Have you not learned that? So therefore, what happens? I said a little while ago, is then that infiltrates people's minds. All right, they're self policing. They're now telling everyone you're bad if you don't support this. Well, hold on. How about you question? How about you look at this that's going on really and what's really happening, the immense pressure that's coming in? And uh, and they won't look, unfortunately. They won't look. So are you pissing people off? Are you pissing people off by doing that? Is this, are you recognising any of this? Are you doing this? Are you uh, going off of the news, social media and going, oh, my God, and it's, it's lodged in your mind and, and you feel as though you then have to pass that on to others, you know? <clears throat> and in a way, if you are doing this, you are trying to save others. You're trying to help either each other, uh, others, each others, <laughs> plural. Um, but in a way, it's making the situation a whole lot worse because if you don't question the narrative, and you're going along with it, it's actually causing a lot more harm and a lot more destruction. So this is why it's important to look at your inner dialogue, your thought processes, your, your thought patterns. What are you thinking when you're talking to people or trying to reach out to people? What are you thinking and where have those thoughts come from? Have they been implanted? Most are. Yet, People would deny that. They'd absolutely deny it. Why? Because that part of the brain has been closed down by the very people, media, 
that want you to believe a certain narrative. So if you're not using um, your uh, cognitive thought process, working things out, why this, why that, hold on, that doesn't make sense. That part of the brain will shut down and then cognitive dissonance will come up and it's like a big patch. So only when you rip that big cognitive dissonance patch off your mind, <clears throat> and it can be painful, it can be painful. And you may piss a lot of people off doing that because they're used to you being the same as them. They're used to you being the same as them, not thinking, not questioning. So now you're going to piss those people off. But you don't want to piss those people off. You're like, no, look, look, oh, my God, I, I fell for that as well. A lot of people I knew, especially, you know, three, three, three and a half years ago, uh, believed a certain agenda until they saw through it. Then they got angry with themselves and, oh, my God, oh, my, I feel stupid, fell for it. Listen, you're not stupid. You're not. Just they're very good at what they do. Very good. Their job is to deceive your mind. Okay. And, and they have become an advocate and shouting from the rooftops. And they've pissed people off, lost friends, family, due to what they're saying. And this is it. It's like, are you pissing people off in a good way or a bad way? What are your intentions? And, and if it's your inner dialogue, which a lot of time it is, are you then projecting your issues, your anger onto others? Or are they doing it to you? Um, it's like, for example, sake, I mean, I put a post on the other day and, uh, because listen, you are free to change. You are completely free to change how you think, how you feel, what you do, what you react to, how you react to it. Um, you're free to change. <clears throat> you are not limited or stuck unless you're surrounded or living with people that want you that way. And it can get a bit messy. So, but it's for you to deal with. But I put a post on the other day. And again, like a, a lovely heartwarming post. And um, I've just come across a picture. And what it was, it was this woman jumping off some rocks into the sea. There's a picture. And she was halfway through the air. And I thought, oh, look at that. I love that. Look, beautiful, beautiful blue sea. It's, you know, oh, really sunny, wherever it was around the world. I thought, oh, that's, I like that. Oh, I've done that. And it took me back to a story, or well, something that happened with me and... Um, my children and we're on holiday and um it's a place called Durdle Door in Weymouth if you don't know it look it up it looks like a great big dragon and you can feel the energy down there you really can that's another story another podcast but you can feel the energy there and most people miss it they they miss the energy they, they, they don't feel it or see it but it looks like a ginormous dragon and it's in the middle of the dragon, it comes to a point with two beaches. So you have the Dirdle Door Silent Beach, which is the dragon's head going into the sea. And you have the body. And then the back end of it goes into what we call Man of War Beach. Man of War Beach comes down. And you can see like the wings folded, look like slates either side coming down. And you can see the spine coming down and the tail going into the sea, uh, which are rocks in the sea. And it, yeah, petrified dragon. Um, so went there and most people go to Durdle Door Beach and oh, let's go to Man of War Beach and we see as you're walking down this hill you see people jumping off the rocks into the sea I said oh come on let's do that it was a lovely hot day let's do that 
And my other children went, oh, no, ooh, no, it was a bit, oh, and fear set in. And that's their thought processes, the fear set in. One of my daughters said, yeah, uh, okay, Dad. I said, come on, I'll, I'll swim with you, let's go. And they're only young. My daughter's only about nine at the time, I think, eight, nine. Come on, and the waves are coming in. It's like, no, we're going to swim out there. And we're focused. We're focused on swimming out to the rocks, okay? It wasn't like the sea was crashing. It was just like gentle, lapping, you know. And so being out there, and then my daughter went, oh, my God, man, I can't touch the floor. I said, no, I'm good eyes about 50 foot below. <laughs> Look. So I'm like, and then you think, oh, shit. Then the Jaws theme tune comes in your head. Oh, what have I done? What have I done? Oh, my God. And then that's my fears coming in, isn't it? You know, if you watch Jaws as a kid, you'll understand exactly what I mean. So we get to the rocks and um, climb up the rocks. And the rocks are quite sharp and jagged. If, you, if you're not careful, you can slice your, your leg open. But again, it's like teaching kids about risk. Should I go there? Should I step there? Should I not step there? I think it's really important for kids teaching risk. Anyway, I said, come on, go jump in. It's like, oh, no, oh, no, no, oh, God. And once you're on the rocks looking down, it's like, oh, my God. Vertigo comes in. So, and then... Um, I said, oh, I'm going to jump in. So I jumped in off the highest point, jumped in. And I was in the sea saying, come on, jump in with me, jump in. And the fear coming, oh, no, no, oh, I can't. oh, my God, no, I can't, I can't. I thought, well, <laughs> the only way back to shore is by jumping in and swimming. That's it. So I climbed back up and said, uh, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll jump in with you. I'll hold your hand and I'll jump in with you. Oh, okay, okay. And then she climbed down to the lowest part. I said, oh, Dad, I'll jump in from here. <clears throat> I said, you can't, darling. I said, look, there's sharp rocks right under the sea there. You jump in there, you're jumping straight onto sharp rocks, which you could break your legs, cut your legs open, whatever. I can't allow that. I can't allow that. And you have to recognize that. Right, okay. So she did. I said, the only safe place we can jump in is... Um, the highest point because look there's nothing there it's completely just sea that's it all right okay so it's understanding the dangers the risks and where you need to go okay you ready and she was shaking bless her I said right hold my hand i'm holding your hand right i said when we jump i'm going to let go of your hand as we enter the water and then you're going to just go in the bubbles and you'll swim up to the top one, two, three, and we jumped in, and I let go of her hand in, and all the you know all the air bubbles come up when you go into water, and you're up, and she popped her head up, went wow, this face of pure delight. She did it. All those fears went. All those fears went. I did it. I did it. Oh my god, I did it. Oh, that's amazing. That's so amazing. And then we had to swim back to shore, and the current had got stronger. It was kind of pushed us out. Oh, we've got to head that way rather than directly in front of us to combat the, the current. And she was knackered, so she was holding on to me. And I thought, oh, I have to get her back. I can't say, piss off. <laughs> you, know, you can't do it. Hold on. So it was a struggle getting back, but got back. And it's like, wow, her face, her self-realization. Oh, God, I did it. Yeah, you did do So I put that post on. And uh, so I thought, you know, what well, people need to hear a story that's pleasant for once. 
And people go, that's an amazing story. Oh, your daughter did so well. That's really great. Then someone come on. I don't even know who they are. All in capital letters, shouty, shouty. You need to wake up. You need to look up the skies. You need to look at the chemtrails. You need to do this. You need to do this. Rah, rah, rah. And I thought, who the fuck are you? Who are you to come on? My post with good energy to put out to people to make them feel good to go, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I've been in that, a similar position to that. I'm, I'm going to attempt uh, more things in life. And the energy coming and, and like, whoa, hold on. And someone did say, whoa, he's up, fella. He's up. What, what are you doing? And so I removed the comment. But I'm not having that on there. I'm not having it because it, it doesn't go with the energy. Anyway, after I did that, I had a thought come in my mind. I went, that used to be me. That used to be me shouting and screaming, come on, everyone, you need to wake up. You need to look up at the sky. That was me. I may have not done it in capital letters, but it's like, look up the sky. Look at their spraying. Look at the geoengineering. Look at this. Look at these patents for weather modification. La, 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 la. I thought, shit, that's how I was years ago, many years ago. No one listened. So I wasn't reaching people because I was like, come on, you need to wake up. You need you need to do this. When people are really told to do things, they switch off, don't they? And you piss people off. I was pissing loads of people off. People unfriended me because of it. And I think what that comment was, it was a reminder of where I was and where I am now. And it was a kind of, um, how can I put it, a shedding moment of like, wow, geez, well, I have come on. Okay. Yeah. I still understand that they're, they're modifying the weather. They're creating tsunamis, earthquakes, blah, 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 hurricanes. You know, it's all, all man-made. But if people don't want to listen, they, they don't need to listen. Is it my priority right now? No, it's not. No, it's not. So I had to let them go. You're gone. I don't need you in my life. I don't need that energy anymore. Okay. To make a better world, we need to change the energy, the way we come across to people. So you may come across as pissing people off, but your intention may be good. Like my intention was good years ago. It was like, come on, you need to wake up. I'm trying to save you. Come on, come on, please wake up. But the way I was going about it was actually repelling people. I was pissing him off. So by pissing him off, going, oh, I can't listen to this dickhead anymore. Oh, here he goes again, banging on, banging on, banging on. It's too much. They'd lose people. And um, you don't recognise it until that happens. And it's kind of maybe the universe going, there you go. Put a nice, pleasant post up. Let's put someone in to upset the energy, see how you deal with it. And rather than going... Who the hell are you coming on my post, bringing that dark energy in? Rah, 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 rah. You need to do this. You need to do that. Just let it go. Just let it go. And it's much better energy. It really is. And um, again, al along with that, <clears throat> trying to save the world. Are you trying to save the world? And trying to save the world, are you pissing people off like I was? Maybe still am. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could do a podcast and, you know, swear a couple of times. People go, oh, God, I didn't tune in for that language. Not that I do it that often, but it's just when I 
get a bit passionate. It's like, fuck's sake, come on. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up to pissing people off. But if you're trying to save the world, uh, save everyone from impending doom and, <clears throat> you know, the, the, these globalists are going to do whatever they want anyway. Right? They're going to do whatever they want. But if you're trying to save the world by shaking people, shouting at them, you need to wake up, come on. Can't you see what's going on in the sky? Can't you see they're poisoning our food, our land, our water, the air we breathe, everything. Why can't you see it? Can't you see this? And can't you see? Rah, rah, rah. And people put up a barrier, you know? And it's kind of having a, uh, a savior syndrome without realizing it. I need to say, come on. But by doing that, are you trying to save yourself? Or you, I, I don't know. What I found is the best way to get through to people is by asking them questions. So that's not pissing them off. Say, hey, look at this. If there's like a, you know a, a bad chemtrail day, which you have bad, you have a bad chemtrail day. Some people have bad hair days, but you can have a bad chemtrail day. Uh, bad genetically modified geoengineered weather day this that's just one example of many 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 um you go oh look at that sky my god it should be a lovely beautiful sunny day warm day but they've sprayed it they've done this which means there's going to be rain tomorrow which means there's going to be floods tomorrow which means it's going to piss more people off upset people and cars may break down kids may not go to school kids this may happen you know Ask a question. What would you think of the skies nowadays? Do you remember these skies as a kid? And what it does, it triggers things in people's minds. Well, what are you on about? What do you mean? What do you think of that sky up there? Oh, it's a cloudy day, is it? Okay. Have you ever seen clouds like that before? What do you mean? Well, where the planes spray and... Well, it's just water vapour, is it? Oh. How do you know that? Oh, I just assumed, or of course it is. It's science, isn't it? Oh, okay. Have you actually looked at that? That could be. You know, water vapor should evaporate on a warm day, shouldn't it? On a hot day, rather than spreading out, spreading out, spreading out, and taking over the whole sky and making it overcast and crap, bring the temperature down, plus whatever they're spraying in it, and you're breathing it in, going on the crops, whether in the water. What are you on about? And you have to gauge it, obviously, with what, whatever subject. This could be any subject. I'm just using the geoengineering as an example because what this guy was doing. So actually, it triggered something in me to talk about. Ask questions. What, what do you think of this then? What, what? Hold on a minute. How comes, well, why is the news not full of Ukraine anymore? What? Where, where's your... Have you taken down your Ukraine decorations? Or have you taken down... Whatever decoration, yes, it's sarcasm, I know. I know it's sarcasm. And by me being sarcastic like this and saying this, maybe pissing some of you off right now. If it is pissing you off, ask yourself why it's pissing you off. Because, yes, we don't like it when we hear that people are being killed, people, uh, you know, things are happening. But what it is, it's like, hold on, you're, you're being told to focus here. You're being told to focus here. You're being led to focus here. Come here. The cameras have switched from here to here. 
What about behind the scenes? What's happening? Do you know the directors? Do you know the gaffer? Do you know the uh, runner? Do you know the lighting guy? What are you on about? There's all these people behind that, you know, that camera. What? I saw one. Someone sent me a video the other day, and it was in a whatever country it was, a lot of Middle Eastern country. There's nothing there. It, it was a car they saw. It was a car on the street. And what it was, this car, um, some people went over to the car, done something, and then the car went bang, it blew up, right? Then, and it was a, as a, a, um, a CCTV camera that these people didn't know was there. And so this car blew up, and loads of people ran out, like men, women, children, ran out, just literally ran out. And then all laid on the floor going, oh, oh. And they're going, look, look, it's a setup. It's a complete and utter setup. You can see it. They don't know. And the, the commentator was saying, look, they don't know this camera's here. This caught them doing this false flag act. It's a, what you call a false flag act. This pretend it's acting. Yeah, car's blown up. People lying on the floor. You imagine a news crew, oh, now they've turned up and all these people are grown. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't happen for real. But it's just showing you an example of what's being set up to tug on the heartstrings of people, to get them to react, to get them hurt, pissed off and angry so that they can take action against whatever country, whatever people they need to. Let's commentate to look at it. Look at this, guys. Come on. Crisis actors, they're called. If you don't know about that, research that. So this is why when there are certain situations around the world, you think, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. The world is a stage. And some people get pissed off at the people believing it. And people believing it get pissed off at the people trying to tell them that it's fake. What are you doing? Wake up. No, you wake up. Can't you see the atrocities that this country's doing? But they're not doing it. They're funded by so-and-so, that country. What are you talking about? Yeah, wake up. You wake up. No, you wake up. It's not Hitchfork people against the torch people, all right? Everyone's pissing each other off. That's why you've got to take a step back, observe, you know, do your own thing. Say, oh, hold on a minute. I'm getting sucked into this like a, a whirlpool. Like, whoa, no, I don't want this. This isn't what I want. I want to do this with my life. This is what I want to do. You know? So how do you do that? How, how do you release yourself from... I'm going to say trauma bonding. Is it trauma bonding? Trauma bonding by you know, always bonding with the news, always believing what the mainstream media says, or if you're on your own kind of um, vigilante rodeo, saying, come on, everyone, wake up. Wake up to what? Wake up to what? The shit that's going on, the illusions that are going on. Okay, right, we're all awake now. Now what? That's the thing. And I was told many, many years ago that... Um, I had people working for me. I was working for an organization. I had people working for me. And they just weren't performing. They were just not performing. I had, I had the biggest team. just weren't performing. But what I was doing, I was working on getting as many people on board as possible to get out and do sales and whatever. That just wasn't happening. And so my, my um, manager came in. I said, let me have a word with him. Right? And... <laughs> He fired nearly all of them. And they all walked out. And went, what the hell's going on? That's my team. What are you doing? And I was all walking out, looking at me, going, mm, you wanker. 
what? Hold on, what's going? What's going on? And I spoke to my manager. He said, "Go on, they're all dead wood. They're all dead wood. They're no good." He said to me, "Okay." He said, "He said they're all idiots. They're all idiots." Okay. Isn't he? He said, "There's you trying to motivate them." Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course, of course, I would motivate them to do better. I said, "But Grant, if you get an idiot and you motivate them, what do you get?" I don't know. A motivated idiot, and that has stuck with me forever, forever. So, <laughs> on the risk of pissing people off. Are you a motivated idiot? Sometimes we have to face these harsh realities that sometimes we are the problem. We are the problem and we're pissing people off because we are the problem. And we, But we think we're not. We think, no, we're trying to save the world. We're trying to help these people. It's like, listen, don't go and do that. Don't go and do that. And they're doing it and they're looking at you going, oh, yeah. Listen, people are going to do what they're going to do. You may be able to help a few people, but... It's my belief that you lead by example. You lead by example. If you're, if you've worked through your issues, you've worked on your life. Yeah, we're all going to have things thrown at us. We just got to muddle through. Work on it. Work on it. Work on it. Work on our mindset. And by doing so, we we can come from a place of of experience. Like with the guy that come on the post, like, oh, you need to wake up. You, you don't know me. Where was you 20 years ago when I was trying to do exactly the same thing what you're doing? Where were you then? It's just, you know, 20 years behind. So I lead by example. Hold on a minute. You can change your thought processes. We can affect change by... Um, working on people's hearts and minds, asking questions. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Rather than going in like a boy in a china shop, pissing people off. Listen, I think it would be absolutely impossible to not piss people off. But look at the energy difference. If you're constantly pissing people off, look at this, look at that, road rage, rah, get out of my way. I've got right of way on this road. You've come up, you've done this, you've cut me up, you've come down the wrong road, you've done... Rah. No worries, mate. Off you go. Off you go. Otherwise, you could create a scenario that could change your life negatively quite fast. You know? I, I remember... <laughs> Two or three years ago, I was driving down a dual carriageway and I pulled out to overtake this car because it was going slower than me. I thought, okay, yeah, just pull out like that. And this little teeny smart car, you know the smart cars? I don't know how he was accelerating so fast, but he come right up. I couldn't even see his number plate. Right up there, flashing, flashing, like, get out of the way. So, Hold on a minute, I've just pulled out. Not, I didn't pull out in front of him. He just decided to come right the way up. I thought... I'm just overtaking this car and I'm pulling back in. But no, do you know what he did? He then come across and then he went to veer into me like a great big guy in this little teeny smart car. You like this? He wanted to kill me. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to do this. for Man, that guy's got some issues. But what did I do? I went, fuck off. Fuck off, you wanker. Piss off. Go on, piss off, you prick. Bang on his brakes car. He's like trying to slam into me on the road. It's like, 
Oh my God, I'm, I'm just trying to go from point A to point B. No stress. Now this guy's come along, you know, really angry guy, Mr. Angry. What did I do? I, I reacted to it, which I shouldn't have done. Could have just put my hand out and said sorry, even though I wasn't at fault. Um, but sometimes that's it. If you're thinking things in your mind, which I may have done at the time, thinking, oh, that bastard this, and oh, I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and and, and someone's come in and interrupted that, and it, but your thought process is that, that of anger, being pissed off, whoosh, that's when the rage comes up. And he was, oh, he was, he was trying to knock me off the road, and I thought, mate, I've got a much bigger car than you. If I have your attitude, I'm going to knock you straight off the road. But I don't want to do that. I just want to go down there. Leave me in peace, you bastard. But because I was going, leave, leave me in peace, you bastard. See the contradiction in terms. Leave me in peace. If I went, okay, no worries. Off you go. And apologise for something you know I didn't do, just to keep the peace, maybe. So our reactions affect things too. All right? So... If you want help with your mindset, your thought processes, then jump on my mailing list. Uh, it's called Zero to Hero. I'll put the link below. Just jump on the mailing list and you'll be uh, emailed things on, on how to improve your mindset, the way you think, how you view the world, how you react to the world. Uh, you'll be invited into a free Facebook group as well where I put plenty of posts, do lives, videos, uh, free training etc etc so if you want to do that and uh, learn those skills and how to utilize it in your life to help you lead a better life and not be pissed off and angry at the world and not be pissing people off and everyone being angry do something that's going to help the world to be a much better place and you have to start from somewhere right so if you can learn to change your mindset, the way you view things, the way you react to things, therefore, you will then come from a place of experience. That way you can help others because you're talking from a place of experience. You understand how they feel. Does that make sense? So join the mailing list and, uh, and I'll see you in the Facebook group too. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope I didn't piss you off too much. Okay, <laughs> It's not intentionally. All right, so thanks for listening, guys. Take care, and I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye-bye.